Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Aiden Davis Show. I'm your host, Aiden Davis. Today, we are going to be ranking the top 32 running backs in the league, included with rookies. Now, I, on a couple of my lists, I don't have rookies in, but I think with the running back class that came in, there's a couple of them who could be starters, so I decided to rank them into this list. With that being said, please remember, if you want to be on the show or be mentioned on the show, email the Aiden Davis Show at gmail.com. You can submit any comments or questions or anything that you want to see in the future on the show. Remember to share this with all your friends. Follow the podcast on whatever platform you're using. And let's get right into this list. At 32, we have James White. Now, Patriots fans, don't get mad at me, but James White is one of the worst backs that are starting in the NFL. The Patriots have been in need of a back for the past couple of years, and they've yet to replace really any good back. I don't, I can't remember the last time the Patriots had a good running back. James White is really old, probably not going to get a lot done. I doubt that he'll get over 500 yards this season. Really nothing to like. At 31, we have Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds is on this list because I think that since there's no clear number one running back in the for the Cardinals, Chase Edmonds could have a breakout season if they use him correctly. Now, this is probably Cliff Kingsbury last year as the head coach if the Cardinals don't make the playoffs because you can't just keep having nine and seven teams and it be okay. Now, I know he does play in one of the hardest divisions in football, but still, he's got to get double-digit wins. And most of the time, double-digit wins means you're in the playoffs. And Cliff Kingsbury has yet to do so. At 30, we have Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's really old. I mean, it feels weird to put him down at su- uh, such a low spot on the list. But I like how he'll be the number one back on a bad Texans team. So if you need like a uh, backup running back... For some of you guys who play fantasy, Mark Ingram could be a pretty solid spot if you you have one of your running backs on their bye week, or you or one of them gets injured, you can just slot him in, and he could probably get you 10, 11, 12 points in a good week. On 29, we have Javante Williams. Now, with these rookies, I will say this, there's not a lot I know personally about the rookies, but from what I saw on tape for Javante Williams, I really liked that he was a power back. I think that the Bron- that's what the Broncos needed, a power back. And he could be really, really good. Maybe he is a kind of like a, a mini David Montgomery or something like that. Who knows? At 28, we have Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake has really bounced around since he got traded from the Dolphins. It looked like at first whenever that trade went down that the Cardinals got an absolute steal, but now it's looking as if it's not too much of a good deal because, let's be real, Kenyon Drake just hasn't been a, a name in our mouths for a while because no one's been talking about him at all. At 27, we have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, a lot of Chiefs fans were overhyping him because of a couple good games that he had. There's really not a lot that you see with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire that jumps off the table. Now, you have to cut Clyde Edwards-Hilaire a little bit of slack, 
because he does play with Patrick Mahomes on the best offense in football. There's not a lot that you can really do. He won't ever get a thousand yards in a season, but maybe he could be a good passing option out of the backfield. At 26, we have Tony Pollard. I think that on a bad football team, he could be a number one back and probably be ranked higher. But since he's not going to get a lot of carries, he's not going to get a lot of yards, not a lot of touchdowns, his value as a good quality back is lower than others who are second backs because he doesn't give you – he's not the best second-string running back in the world. And and the only reason why he's here is because he's proven that whenever Ezekiel Elliott is injured, which does happen quite often, he can step in and he can kind of carry the load. At 25, we have J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins, really good receiving back, although he plays with Lamar Jackson. You have to cut up any Ravens uh, skill player because Lamar Jackson is going to scramble it four out of ten times, and that's a pretty high amount for a quarterback. I don't think J.K. Dobbins could get 1,000 yards on the Ravens. Maybe he could have a very good, like, 600 and 600, we have 600 yards rushing and 600 yards uh, receiving. I think that would be pretty good for him. But other than that, I don't, I don't see J.K. Dobbins doing anything special this year. Now, with the 24th spot here, we have Naheem Hines. And I think this Colts running back core that they have is literally just speed. Speed, 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 speed. All of their guys are fast. All of them. And speed kills in the NFL in the open field. You can't tackle someone who's already 10 steps ahead of you. It, it's, that's pretty hard to do. At 23, we have Travis Etienne. I mocked him as a first-round pick, but he fell to the second round to the Jaguars. I like that they're, they're getting a solid running back in the second round. Great value for him. I think that Travis Etienne could probably get a thousand yards this season because he's probably the running back one in Jacksonville. I think the only other running back who could possibly take carries from him is Carlos Hyde, but he is a bit older, and I don't think that the Jaguars want to play an older guy, especially since they're in a rebuild mode. At 22, we have Najee Harris. What I like about Najee Harris a lot is that he's a poor man's Derrick Henry. Just an absolute tank. Now, is that going to be able to translate to the pro game? Well, we run into the same about Derrick Henry, and it worked out for him. So maybe it works out for Najee Harris. At 21, we have Ronald Jones. I like what he did for the Buccaneers last year. He really kind of stepped up, and no one really thought about him making any impact on that team. Yet he made a pretty solid impact. And, of course, he plays with the best quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. So, almost anyone would look good next to Tom Brady. On the spot 20, we have Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary was kind of kind of a disappointment this previous season. There is a lot of news, though, that in Chicago that they're going to be giving him a lot more carries this year. Which, if you are a fantasy user... I think Devin Singletary is definitely someone that you have to look at. I don't know if you necessarily take him as one of your starting backs, 
depends on if you draft wide receivers or running backs first. But I would really like Devin Singletary if he falls to you. And there's no other better options available. At 19, we have Miles Sanders. And the reason why I have Miles Sanders is because he was he was injured last year. And this could be a very good breakout year for him if the offensive line of the Eagles stays healthy. And especially with Jalen Hurts, who they're probably going to treat like a rookie quarterback because he didn't play a lot last year. He could be a pretty solid piece to that Eagles team. At 18, we have Joe Mixon. Now, I don't like Joe Mixon more as a, like a running back. I like him a lot as a receiving back because you can literally put him outside and ha- run empty sets with Joe Burrow, and that would be scary to guard with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Joe Mixon out there. That's a lot of speed right there. At 17, we have David Montgomery. I think David Montgomery will be pretty solid this season. Not a lot really to say about him, but he's had a good previous couple of seasons. At 16, we have James Robinson. I like what James Robinson did last year. I like. Uh, I think that he really surprised a lot of people. He was a, a big waiver wire uh, pickup through uh, the first couple weeks of the season. I don't think... That he will be a waiver pickup this year. I think a lot of teams will have him rostered on the, on their fantasy team. With the running backs, I will say this. I do talk about them a lot in a fantasy perspective because it's very hard for you to uh, scout and watch running backs on the field if you can't watch every NFL game, which... Let's be real, no one really watches every NFL game. You try to watch as many as you can. And sometimes, guys, you just, you just don't see them on the field. And that was the case with the Jaguars because the Jaguars aren't a good team, so they aren't going to get a lot of primetime games. At 15, we have Melvin Gordon. Solid throughout his entire career. Was solid last year. Probably will get 1,000 yards this year, which is the huge running back milestone. That kind of determines if you're a good back or not, if you can get 1,000 yards, which uh, Melvin Gordon could probably get that. At 14, we have Jonathan Taylor. Like I said earlier about the Colts running backs, speed, 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 speed. And that's all really the Colts have at that running back position, but it works for them. And if it works, why would you try to fix it? At 13, we have Kareem Hunt. Will not make any kicker jokes, even though they are hilarious. Uh, But Kareem Hunt, probably the best second option running back in the league. He's a starter on most of the teams in the NFL. If he's on a different team that doesn't have a top five running back, I really like what Kareem Hunt can give you. At 12, we have Antonio Gibson. Now, I'm predicting him to have a huge second season because of... The, they don't have a good quarterback there. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick is your starter. That's set, screaming to me eight or nine wins. I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick can lead you to the playoffs. That means that Ron Rivera most likely is going to handle the ball off a lot more than what a lot of teams are. And Antonio Gibson can give you that, can give you that huge production that you need. And I think that Antonio Gibson, if he falls to you as for a running back, 
Do not try to wait for him to, for your next pick. He'll probably be gone. So you take him when you get the chance. At 11 here, we have Austin Eckler. I like what Austin Eckler does. He's been pretty solid throughout. I think that this year could be a really big breakout year, especially a lot of teams are going to be trying to now be trying to uh, have a lot more pass coverage against Justin Herbert, and that's going to open up a lot of running lanes for Austin Eckler, and I think he could really flourish from that. Entering into our top 10 running backs, I have at 10, Chris Carson. The only knock I have, well, I only have two knocks on him, being a Seahawks fan watching all the games. He has a bit of a fumbling problem, and he has a bit of a staying healthy problem. Now, about week 13, backs start to get more tired most of the time, and you see a lot more running backs on the injury report. That is the most truest thing ever for Chris Carson, and he oftentimes is not healthy going to the playoffs. At 9, we have Ezekiel Elliott. I think Ezekiel Elliott needs to have a bounce-back year for him to be worth all that money that he was paid. He was paid way too much money for his production right now. And I think that the Cowboys need Ezekiel Elliott to succeed. At 8, we have Josh Jacobs. Really like Josh Jacobs a lot. He's on a Raiders team, which isn't talked about a lot because of their awful play on defense and their awful head coach. At 7, we have Dalvin Cook. Now, my top 7 could literally be rearranged in anyone's uh, rankings, but this is just my personal rankings. I could literally see... All seven of these guys rearranged in different ways, and it'd probably still be acceptable to me. But anyways, with Dalvin Cook, the only concerns with him is staying healthy. He never, he's always on the injury report, and I think that that's a bit of a concern, especially for a top ten running back. He could be so good, and he would have such good numbers if he could just stay healthy. At six. We have Aaron Jones. Now, if Aaron Rodgers does not play, Aaron Jones is going to get a lot of carries this year because I do not think that Jordan Love is ready to be an NFL quarterback. And because he's never taken a snap, he has had to deal with Aaron Rodgers' drama. I don't I don't see the Packers, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, as a good team. And Aaron Jones would get a lot of carries if he was on the Packers. Well, he is on the Packers if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play this year. Moving into our top five, we have Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb at five is probably the best spot for him. He is just super hard to tackle for some reason for him being such a small guy. He's super fast. He can catch out of the backfield. Just a a coach's dream for a running back. At four, we have Alvin Kamara. I think that Alvin Kamara is probably going to be a top three back, possibly, in the upcoming years. It just depends on how much of a leap he can take. Because I feel like my top three really can't be changed too much. And if top three are changed, I think that you you should start to have a problem with that. But Alvin Kamara is one of the best pass-catching running backs. And he's probably going to get a lot of carries this year with Jameis Winston at quarterback, unless Jameis throws another 30-for-30 
please ESPN, contact Jameis Winston. I'm sure he would make the best 30 for 30 possible. At number three here, we have Saquon or Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, one of my favorite running backs in the league. He's just a he's just that big play running back. Every game that he's in, it seems like there, he breaks off some 70-yard run, and it's just impossible to stop. At two, we have Christian McCaffrey. I think Christian McCaffrey is probably the most complete running back in the NFL because he not only is he a great runner, but he's the best pass-catching run, running back in the league. Now at number one, pretty obvious here, Derrick Henry, absolute tank, hardest person to tackle, ask Josh Norman. It's almost impossible for you to tackle Derrick Henry. I would be scared if I had to tackle Derrick Henry. Now, that was my top 32 running backs. Thank you for listening. I'm Aiden Davis of the Aiden Davis Show. Remember to share this episode. Remember to send an email to the Aiden Davis Show at gmail.com if you want to be included in another show. Thank you, and have a blessed day.